You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Hey guys, do you like heavy metal? Do you like video games, comic books, movies, theme parks, or even cool TV shows? We've got the place for you. Metal Geeks. Time to rock out with your geek out. Here are your hosts, Carrie the Metal Geek, Dave, and George. Geek it out, fellas. Shiza. <laughs> Welcome, my friend. Okay. Don't say that during Hanukkah, dude. Come on. Oh, I forgot. I'm sorry. Well, it's y'all's fault for bringing up about this stupid game. That's all I can think about is pixelated grossness. Okay, welcome to the show. We can talk about that game, but uh, uh, welcome to episode number 229 of the Metal Geeks podcast. I Just in time your... for Christmas, everybody. I am, to be right. fair, no, no one should ever talk about this game. No. So. Um, there's some weirdness on the Steam store. That's all we can say. I think Carrie asked for this game for Christmas. I did not. I asked her for, for Hanukkah. <laughs> It reminds me of that. Remember that scene from um, uh, Little Nicky where uh, pineapple, yeah, uh, Hitler gets the pineapple up the bum? Oh, my. I, I, I guess mean, I'm the only one to remember that movie. Come on. I, I've seen it a couple of times. Okay. I vaguely remember that. I mostly remember Popeye's chicken and uh, a dude with boobs on his head. That's what I mostly remember about Little Nicky. Yo, that dude was boobs on it. I think that was Kevin Nealon, if I'm not mistaken. And Rodney Dangerfield is the one, I think, with Ram and... Uh, Wasn't Hitler. Ozzy Osbourne in the movie at one point? Ozzy turned into a bat, is right. Yeah. Yeah, it was a that weird was, movie. It's a terrible movie. Um, so so let's not leave our guests hanging. We were. T- what was the name of the game that you guys both like no. are infatuated <laughs> with? Uh, no, nope. this is all Dave's fault. <laughs> nope. Slut, nope. like uh christmas time with hitler or something like that <laughs> nope <laughs> not quite uh just yeah look for an adult game featuring hitler in uh really compromising positions <laughs> and was this part of the humble bumble bundle it, it no was not a it was bundle. just a thing in the steam store that's weird yeah it's, it's on sale too. I wonder if that runs on Steam Deck. You uh, need that I, I could go back and check, but I'm not going to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hear it's really steamy if you catch my drift. Uh, yeah. You don't want to get stuff on your screen. Yeah, All right. Because it, it's a German thing. Yes. Poop. I don't. I did not see those screenshots, but who? It, this is part. It was part two, so maybe in part three they'll. Advanced to Shiza and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's a Shiza video. How's everybody doing? Good now. Now that now I'm all hot and bothered and ready to talk. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Do we need to give you a few minutes to go to the bathroom and come back? Oh no, it's too late. Okay. Gross. Even worse. It's even better now. So uh we just all saw each other in, in person at your we had a holiday party at your house a couple days ago. That's right. We, that we, was fun. Yeah, we partied it up, had clamonaise <laughs> for everybody. Oh my god. So uh everyone's favorite thing. The white elephant uh gift that of course I brought was this um unholy thing that I found at Target. Uh, much like the Sex with Hitler game. 
It's uh, made by Cards Against Humanity, but it's uh, a jar, a literal jar of clamonaise, clam juice, and mayonnaise. And there's a pack of Cards Against Humanity cards inside this nastiness. Yes, I think uh, you it's, you won White Elephant <laughs> by bringing that. I, okay, even even th- even though you didn't win it, win it, you won it by bringing it. Right. I wasn't trying to win. I was just trying to trying to have well, a good time. And I got. It. I saw that on the shelf, and I'm like, all right, it doesn't get more perfect than that. <laughs> I well, uh, I went to Target well, a couple of days ago, and I I couldn't even find it on the shelves. So it must be a popular item. It would, it's mixed in with like where all the cards of humanity against. Yeah, humanity no, no, like are. it's empty. Like every, all the shelves be sold out. Stuff. Yeah, all you right. bought it all. Is basically what it is. I bought the one. The <laughs> one that it. shipped. I bought the one. <laughs> no, what are you gonna say, Dave? Oh, I was gonna say it, it was uh, my my kids uh, won it. They picked it yes, out. They did, and I I think George, I believe your wife. Took a uh, took a mercy fall on that grenade for yeah. <laughs> for the sake of my kids, and I appreciate it. Yeah, we didn't want them to go home uh, with white elephant yeah. gift of like clam mayonnaise. That's just <laughs> terrible. When you're when they when they picked it, I was like, oh no, 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 no. I was like, Can, should I say something? Well, I looked at my wife. I'm like, how do we? And then she opened. I was like, okay, all right. <laughs> If if, uh, if Catherine didn't pick it, I was gonna pick it. So, well, that was that was very kind of y'all to fall on that <laughs> grenade. They thought it was funny, but uh, yeah, not I, I think funny enough to take home. Yeah, probably not. But <laughs> that that stuff smelled horrendous. Yeah, it was like it was like old glue. It smelled like salty feet, <laughs> like like briny old feet been in the ocean too long yeah great so mean, anyway, yeah so that's what we did we uh you know we hung out of <laughs> my place we played uh white elephant and yep all tossed around the good old clamonaise which i still have by the way i haven't tossed out the clamonaise yet I, I when i come next time i expect that to be there well, Catherine you, threatened to throw it away. I was like, no, nope, you don't, could don't throw you it could, away. Uh, you can clean out the uh, the jar, but I want the jar to stay. No, no, I'm going to keep it intact. You got to put real mayonnaise in there. No, it's going to stay the clamonaise that's in there. I think there's an expiration date on there, dude. It, so. it, does, it doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's only, it's gonna, only going to get better with age, as I'm, as I'm told. Your house is going to start stinking like the ocean. <laughs> I'm never going to open it. Okay. <laughs> It's gonna. It doesn't matter if you open or not. It's, gonna seep, it's gonna seep through. Yeah. It's gonna seep through. <laughs> that plastic. That plastic container is just going to like. Just. It's gonna come right through that man. Makes sense. All right. Yeah, that was a good time. Um, I've never. I've done like a white elephant party before, but yeah, nothing like that. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, th- thankfully, uh, Dave's girls took home the popcorn maker that I that I brought. <laughs> That's right. That's going to go over a lot better. It's going to get more use than the clamonaise. Than, than the clamonaise. Yeah, that's what I yeah. figured. But you could put clamonaise on top of the popcorn. <laughs> you could. I'm not. Yeah, make it extra extra spicy. I don't even like regular mayonnaise at all. That's a, like you, the worst. I don't either. World. I don't like mayonnaise either. I, really, I, I, I think like, it's disgusting. I like mayonnaise, but not clams. So 
Cause just, which is weird. Isn't mayonnaise just like olive oil and like it's like oil and like it's egg? All, it's oils eggs. and eggs beaded together. Yeah. Which I like both of those things. What it's weird. It's I don't know. I never it, had a taste for it. Maybe it's a texture thing for you. Maybe. Maybe so. So uh, you guys been gaming on anything this past couple weeks? Uh, just God of War. I'm still making my way through that game. Yeah. How far yeah. are you? Uh, I just finished killing a whole bunch of light elves. Okay. That was the last thing I did. I think I'm around that as well. You're, you're hanging out with tier. Yeah. Yeah. Tier. Every time they say his name, all I could think about is the band. I know. Right. Exactly. I'm glad you thought about the band. That's really cool. What else would I think about? Um, I've been playing high on life on Xbox, the game, Xbox game pass. I want to play that game. Oh my god, this game is so much fun. Good? It's a uh, what's up? Is it good? It is good. It actually really is good. It's a a squanch game, which is like you know Justin Roiland from Rick and Morty and all those. He did Trover Save the Universe, and they've done a they've done a few other games, but this is like taking their their level design, uh, and the the graphics are great the the comedy is great so do you do you guys remember an old game called odd world strangers Wrath? yes yeah okay. i never played them though oh i, I loved that game yeah i thought like, it was a lot of fun yeah the so in this game your weapons i actually talk i've only had only had the first weapon and then the knife all the knife the knife is like blood cersei all he wants to do is like like be be put inside people um yeah i'm watching the trailer for this right now like yeah. the guns are all alive yep all the guns yeah. like the first gun it, it's totally it's totally it's justin Royland. he can only do one voice and that's morty but it's really great um could, it's a lot of fun he also he does rick as well though i know but most of his stuff sounds like morty mm. um i haven't got any other game or any guns uh i'm I think I'm the second mission. You're about. Ba- you're basically you become a bounty hunter in this game. You you're from Earth, and your your house gets transported to this other world, and they take jokes really far. There is a there is an old movie from the '80s starring Denise Richards, star- called Tammy and the the T Rex. T Rex. You know what mm-hmm. I'm talking about? Yeah, I love that movie. Do you really? Yeah, it's hilarious. There's a poster of it in the living room in this house, right? Nice. And they show the fucking movie on the TV. Oh, that's like, even better. That's so awesome. Like the whole, like the first night I was playing the game, I was like, all right, I'm going to watch part of the movie. We watched like 20 minutes of it. <laughs> just just through the game. I was like, it's just great. Yeah. I've, have you never seen the movie before? I've never heard of it. I didn't know what the real thing. I saw the poster. I'm like, that's not real. Is it? No, it's a hundred percent real. And the, uh, the T-Rex is played by uh, the dude from Fast and the Furious who died. Yeah, what's, Paul what's his name? Walker. Paul fucking Walker. Is it, so the premise of the movie is the guy gets killed. Yes. And his his uh, mind his, or his essence, brain gets transferred to into a, an uh, animatronic T-Rex. T-Rex. Yeah. And then he's really jealous of the dude who's trying to hit on his ex-girlfriend or girlfriend at the time when he was alive. I'm gonna to have to watch the rest of it because I only got I, I I didn't get that far into it. Uh, there is a really funny riff tracks version of it if you can okay. find it. I think it's on Amazon. That sounds even better. Yeah. So I mean, the movie's not great, but it's fun no. to watch with a group of friends who've seen it before. 
because all you can do is just make fun of it the whole entire time, and it's fucking hilarious. Every time I watch it with friends, it's hilarious. Have you seen this movie, Dave? No. <laughs> we should all we should just watch it together. It'd be a holiday miracle. There you go. That's what we should bring to uh, Justin's New, New, Year's New Year's party. Yeah. Uh, but the game it is it is it's a lot of fun. Um, it's sort of Borderlands ish. It's sort of there's parts or my, like the gameplay is very Halo like. Hmm. Um, with the it's very gun- cartoony, very cartoony. But it, uh, the game the the gameplay the gunplay is very feels like it plays like Halo. Hmm. Um, it's pretty smooth. It, it's just I'm just having a great time playing it. Um, I. I don't know. I think it's only digital right now. I don't think you can actually purchase it. But is it uh, only through that Game Pass thing? Right no, now? you could buy the game on Xbox, but it's free through Game Pass if you have that. Oh, cool. Yeah. So yeah, high on life. It's a lot of fun. Um oh, just looked at an article. It says it's the biggest third party launch ever on Game Pass. Wow. I I, I don't I, I know why. People love fucking Rick and Morty. People love that kind of comedy. I really like Rick and Morty. I do too. But yeah, uh, Squanch Games is it's pretty great. Uh, you haven't played anything, Dave? I have been kind of splitting my time between. I think I had talked about finishing up my run of Final Doom, which I had never yeah. done before. So yeah, I did that. Uh, and since then, I've kind of been splitting my time. Between uh, Metal Hellsinger, uh, Proteus, and City Skylines. Mm. Back to City Skylines? Yeah, there's a. I, I had gotten a bunch of the DLCs for it, but never oh, cool. went back to playing it. So I've been. I started up a new city. So are you Are you good at stuff. Metal Hellsinger? That game is hard. It, it is. is harder. It is harder than I anticipated it being. Do you think it's harder than like the new Dooms? It's hard in a different way. Okay. Um, like Hitler. I was about to say it's hard in a sexy Hitler way, right? <laughs> no. Nope. I, and uh, I am not naming anything to do on this episode with Hitler, so we're not going. <laughs> Unless it has to do with the sexy Hitler game. Nope. Nope. Not even that. Um. Go ahead. I'm but, sorry. Yeah, Metal, Metal Hellsinger is uh, more unforgiving than I thought it was going yeah. to be. Yeah, you have um, to you have to really put your wrap your mind around it in a different way when you start playing it because it, it is it's a rhythm based shooter game. Mm-hmm. So, which can be difficult because like you're getting your ass kicked and you sort of have to wait for the beat. You know what I mean? Yep. Which is it's cool though. I mean. That first level with the the Michael Stani song, it's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And the way they, it's not like the song, it just repeats over and over and over. It, it works with the level, so it starts off slow, and then it like builds and builds and builds. And then during like the, like the more intense parts is when like the, the, the main vocal lines come in and stuff like that. Well, that has it, to do with your own performance. Does it? Yeah, that all of that has to do with your performance. Well, that's amazing then. Uh, that's performance, uh, like you're singing in this game. No, well, no, no, no. The way you, you, you are fighting uh, on beat to the music. Mm. Um, you fire your weapons, and you can even how you move um, yep. on beat affects it. 
and the <clears throat> so like a lot of those games like uh rhythm games where you, if after you get a streak you you get like a score multiplier and then it'll that multiplier will increase so mm-hmm. you by the uh the highest you get like a 16 times bonus right but as you level up your multiplier more tracks of the song play okay so uh when when you when you get the entire track it's when you're maxed out at 16 now like during the boss fights at the end of each level like that 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 they just play the full track on um but through the course of the level the reason it starts out slow is because you don't have a score yet and so all you're getting is like the most basic beat and like bass line and you got to like start scoring to get more of the music added on top of it. So like, it's really cool in that way. Um, it's, it's fun, but it is unforgiving. Um, Cause like you can, you can like attack off beat and everything, but it, it ruins your streaks and you do like yeah. way, way, way less damage when you do. Um, How far have you gotten on the game? Um, about, I've been doing all of the, um, the challenges. Um, so like when you finish a level each, like each level is called a hell. Mm-hmm. So I, uh, you finish a hell and then there's like three challenges that are, that you get access to after that. And those give you more, uh, power up options, more, uh, oh, okay. custom customizable things. That, so, uh, bonuses <laughs> and things like that. So I've been doing all of those, but I'm about, I think I'm on the fifth, hell at this point fourth or fifth hell okay i've um, gotten the level two or the second we're, hell. we're all in the fifth hell now yep we're all living in dante's inferno yep uh but yeah it it's it's uh it's unforgiving um i i actually did turn turn the challenge level down on it um just so i could get used to the rhythm aspect of it yeah, because uh, the game the game was killing me too fast before I'd gotten a feel for it, and part of the the challenge of that too is that uh, all of the weapons have a different have their own different rhythm to them, right? So like, so if you're only on the second level, you haven't gotten a bunch of the the weapons, I guess. No, um, I, I know I've gotten the shotgun, which I the shotgun is a lot of is is really good in it. Yeah, the shotgun's cool in it. But and like, the, like uh, the pistol and maybe like the revolver, I think. Yeah, you get two of them, right? You get yeah. the, the twin. So like the twin revolvers have a different rhythm to them than the shotgun does. Mm-hmm. And you have to like factor that into how you're using them in combat. Um, so like in and like in uh, in Doom, like it, you have to switch weapons frequently because different enemies in different situations require a different weapon yep. strategy. So when you do that, you also have to remember, okay, this weapon I have to do on <laughs> this one. I can do on uh, every other beat or every fourth beat, but I can't like uh, I can pull out the sword and go on every beat if I want to, or the, the revolvers are good if, for you can just go on each beat, but like the shotgun, you can't. Uh, because you have to wait for the recoil and then to cock it to get the next round in. So you have to get used to the rhythm of the weapons along with the rhythm of the music. Uh, it, yeah, it's tough. Um, a lot of which elements, I guess yeah. is, 
which I guess is good because I don't think there's a lot of content to it. I think the game is fairly short. Hmm. Um, so dragging it out, right? Yeah. I mean, or, they or they, just making it impossible to move forward. It's not impossible. It's not even remotely impossible. It's just challenging. Um, yeah, it's cool though. I do hope that they, um, put out some extra, some more content for it. Cause the mm. way that I'm seeing it, I think I'm more than halfway through the game already at this point. Um, you're playing it on so, PC or yeah. Okay. You play, are, when you play games on PC, are you keyboard and mouse or it depends on the game, but usually if I'm playing first person shooters, I'm playing keyboard and mouse. Yeah. Unless I have a reason to do otherwise. Right. I've never, I'm, I've worked in, you know, I've worked in the game industry before where I, wor- I worked on a first person shooter where I, I had to use a keyboard on mouse. It's not my favorite. <laughs> I know it's more precise and stuff like you, that. It's, but it's it, more precise. Yeah. This is not my favorite control scheme, you know, I'm mm-hmm. just not used to it, I guess. But what about you, George? Have you played anything? Nope. Just got a war. That's got the only war. thing I have been playing. Have you been watching anything? Oh, I've seen a few things. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like, what are we at? Like four or five days out from Christmas. I've been watching my holiday movies. We're going to get to the holiday movies, but uh, what about uh, this new Avatar movie that I've heard about? Wait, there's a new Avatar movie? Can you believe it? Oh, my God. It only took, what, 13 13 years? years? Yeah, only 13 years. Should I did the math in my head real quick? Real quick, real quick, real just how how fast they made this movie. So no, not not that fast. <laughs> I uh, I saw it too on Sunday. Oh yeah, I yeah. did as well. Were we at the same movie theater? We were not. Oh, I think I was like an hour because you saw it like it like an hour after me. I saw it at one o'clock. Yeah, I saw it like at twelve something. I was going to text you and spoil the movie for you, but I don't know how that would have been possible since the movie is three hours long. <laughs> I would have been out and you would still be at the climax. <laughs> the hour long fucking climax. You say that like it's a bad thing. Okay. I mean, this movie is very James Cameron. Um, you, again, you say that like it's a bad thing. It looks really, really pretty. And, and a lot of the reviews are like, oh, yeah, the storyline is sort of, you know, lackluster and bullshit. I'm like, well, the storyline wasn't that bad. Um, I just, I, I saw that it could have been like 45 minutes to an hour shorter. It would have made a more concise movie. I wanted a whole nother hour. Oh, no. Well, part three is supposed to be a nine hour movie. So perfect. <laughs> God damn. Just perfect. Too much. Way too much. Way too much avatar. So did, uh, Jake Sully, I know Jake Sully. Jake Sully. Did he? <laughs> is he a full time Navi now? Did he? Yeah, he, that happened in the last movie. It's been a long time since I've seen the last movie. You should have seen the movie before you saw the name. I probably should have. Yeah, we watched it, but I didn't. Probably would have helped you like getting in the mood for Avatar. I did not, uh, and I didn't realize that uh, the young girl, the one with like the the powers. Yeah, that's Sigourney Weaver. Yeah, I did not know that. Really? You, no, you, you I was like, hear, you could hear it in her voice. I didn't. I knew it was like her daughter, <laughs> but I I did not know that it was actually Sigourney Weaver playing her. 
And the uh, pregnant lady from the Water Tribe, that was Kate Blanchett. Yep. That I didn't know. Yeah. Which is very, it's very interesting. And uh, the husband, I, I forget his name, but he's been in a lot of movies. I think he's a New Zealander guy uh-huh. or a Pacific Islander guy. Anyway. It's, it was it was Namor, right? That was his name? Yes. Uh, sorry, Namor. 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 You gotta roll um, that. You gotta roll that hard. There. Um, so thoughts on Avatar? What'd you think? Um, it, it was fine. It was very pretty. There was a lot of uh, really beautiful blue color in that movie. <laughs> um, different shades of, of blue, turquoise and dark blue, and water and <laughs> ultramarine, um, ultra, and- <laughs> aquamarine, and um. The the underwater stuff was pretty cool. Um, you know, like the giant uh I don't remember the like the giant they're like whales, you know? Yeah, the like, um what do they call it? Pacan or Pacaron? The that's what the new unobtainium? No. Well the juice that they extract from their Yes. Well their... not let's not spoil it. Okay. Um well, spoiler, some whales die. Don't don't not spoil it for my sake. Okay. Uh, I don't care. Um, so. I mean, I, will I watch it at the beginning of the theater? I don't, I don't think so. I, oh, yeah. I might watch you're, you're chomping at the bit to see it again. Aren't you? Yep. Wow. Yep. I think right. I'm going to, I think I'm going to go see it Christmas day or maybe before. Did you see it in 3d or regular? I saw it in IMAX 3d HFR baby. Really? Yeah. That was definitely not at Alamo draft house. No, I had to go to Regal Cinema. They don't have IMAX theaters at Alamo nope. Draft House. How was the uh, 3D HFR? Um, it was so the high frame rate was very noticeable. Um, was it? I figured right, it might be. It was very noticeable right away, uh, and it was a little disjointing at first because it switches back and forth a lot. Like it'll go from like uh, people having a dialogue in 24 frames, and then like in an action sequence, it will cut to 60 frames really fast. Really? And uh, everything will look super crisp and clear with this really cool 3D depth and everything. Uh, but then, like, you know, you ha- it has that, like, really smooth and look to it, like motion smoothing almost. Like, I, like a lot of anti-aliasing? <laughs> no, I wouldn't say that. Like, if you ever had the motion smoothing on turned on yeah. your tv it kind of looks like that at times but it sort but, of, it sort of blurs better. stuff a little bit you know no there was no blurriness okay. on, for for me i didn't i think this is the best i've ever experienced 3d i think this is probably the best 3d movie experience i've ever had hmm. uh the hfr I, avo- I avoided the 3d version of it oh so you didn't see it in 3d at all i did not you just saw the 2d version yeah so that's probably why it looked a little blurry because they had to. No, uh, it didn't look blurry. There was just, I mean, it looked good. There was there were the few shots where I'm like, oh, they they could have cooked that one a little bit longer. But so in the 3D version and the high frame rate stuff, uh, what I'm thinking is like if you just saw it in regular 2D, they had to double up some of the frames uh, in order to compensate hmm. for the movie being in high frames. Does that make sense? Sure. So, and, so you have that fake motion blur in the scenes that don't have motion blur. And James uh, Cameron really does like sinking ships, doesn't he? Well, I mean, if you ever seen a James Cameron movie, he had 
all his tricks in this movie. He did. Yeah. Crushing skulls, flipping boats, aliens coming out from all sides. I mean, it was all in there. There was a definitely, definitely tributes to all of his movies. Like the one point where he holds up the skull. I'm like, Oh, that's Terminator right there. Uh, that's more of a Shakespeare thing, but yeah, sure. Shakespeare stole from Terminator. Come on, dude. We all know that. (laughs) We all know this. Yeah. Uh, so real quick, my thoughts. Um, I think it's great. I had a fantastic time. Uh, it's definitely probably going to be one of my favorite movies of the year. Um, I don't think it's a perfect movie. I, I don't think it's a movie without faults. Uh, but that's also along with the first movie. I don't think the first movie is perfect either, but I actually really enjoy it. Uh, it leans really heavily into the mythic storytelling, uh, basically so they could spend more time world building and developing a rich environment for you to kind of like fall in and just experience and want to be a part of. And the same experience I had with the first movie of like just wanting to be on a banshee and fly with the Navi. I had that same feeling like wanting to be underwater and hanging out with those whales, the space whales. Well, you got you got to be on a banshee, right? Oh, yeah. Well, on a Disney World ride. Yep. Which, again, after riding that ride, I was like, dude, fucking dream fulfilled almost. You know, it's like one step closer to the real thing, I guess. Um, so anyway, I, I really dug I it. Yeah, I, I really dug it. I like the movie a lot. I understand why some people might not like it. Um, I do think if you didn't like the first one, you may have a better chance of liking this one. Cause I think it does fix a lot of the problems that the first one had. Okay. Um, I but, but then again, if you just like, if you like the first one, your mileage may vary on the second one. I mean, um, I, I didn't hate it, so I just didn't. I don't think I loved it as much as you did, for sure. Um, That's okay. I, again, loving it is a, such a strong word. I just had a great time. I, I think it, it evoked great emotions. It, it's exactly what cinema is supposed to do, which is take me to an environment, teleport me to somewhere else, make me feel emotion, and have a great time all at the same time. Because you definitely don't have emotion in your real life. No, the only time I actually feel anything is when I'm in the movie theater. Only time he can emote. It's the only time. The only time I actually cry. That's why your wife come. That's why your wife comes with you. So that's right. <laughs> so it's the only time she'll ever see me like kind of tear up is during a movie. Otherwise, I don't cry or shed tears. Um. So anyway, I, I really dug it. Uh, the way water is a lot of fun. I can't wait to see it again. Uh, I don't know if I'll go see it again in IMAX uh, 3D again. I might go see it in real like Dolby 3D, but I don't. I don't need to like go out the gate and go see uh, see it in IMAX and pay. Why don't why don't dollars? We should go see it in the um was the the box where the seats move. Yeah, I don't don't need to do that. You don't need to do that. I don't need my movie to be a ride, like a roller coaster ride. It's only three hours. Come on. (laughs) I'm gonna like pop a muscle out of my back or something. I don't know. <laughs> That's a, it's a really long movie for sure. You know, you say that, but like I was fully engrossed. I didn't feel those three hours. Oh, like, I did. When the, that, that last frame went by, I was like, Oh, we're over already. Jesus. Put really? on, yeah. Put on the extended cut. Let me see the next 45 minutes of this fucker. Cause you, 
I mean, that's part of the problem I have with the movie that you can, there's obvious stuff that they left on the cutting room floor. Um, and I, I'm really curious what that is, but you know, I guess we'll have to wait till the, uh, Blu-ray release. I guess so. Yeah. Um, all right. Very cool. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I had a great time. I'm sorry. Fun... I'm sorry you didn't enjoy it as no, much. No. But... Okay, good. I, I did enjoy it, but not as much as you. Yeah, I had fun. That was that was it. Um, I mean, court uh, and, and like the way they bring everybody back was so cool. The technology, the bat, the technology that bad guys use is cool. And like, how can you not feel anything when that there's there's like a there's a sequence in this movie where uh, a whale decides to fight back. It's like the free willy moment of this movie. <laughs> yeah. And like, dude, it is simultaneously like the coolest like hoorah moment and like heartfelt moment because you think the the like you're pretty sure that thing's gonna die. And uh it's amazing. I, I enjoyed it. Very cool. Very cool. Though uh you know what new season came out, which I didn't know about until today? They made a TV show about Avatar? Don't give him time. <laughs> no, he's, already, no, the, he's already busy making nine other nine avatars, man. Come on. True. There's, there's no room for a TV show. Uh, the new season of Doom Patrol came out. Oh, shit. Which I didn't even know until I was flipping around today. I'm like, oh, Doom Patrols. Do you think Brendan Fraser's going to stick around to do more seasons now that he's um, famous again? N- well, not that he's famous again. He's just he's hot right now. So I don't, I don't honestly know how much longer Doom Patrol will last. It might be the last season, with all the shakeups at HBO and all that kind of DC stuff, and you know, and again with Brendan Fraser, like his popularity is on the rise. So, so like, but because, he's only do, he's only really doing the voice in the show. So, no, he does the mocap or the body I stuff. He, I don't think he does. Does he? I always thought he did. I don't know. I'm not sure uh, on that. Um. Also, if this is the last season of Doom Patrol, does that technically make Doom Patrol this part of the Snyderverse? Uh, I don't know. Because I don't think it is. I don't know. Because the Snyderverse is officially dead, guys. I don't know if yeah, you heard. Good. Um <laughs> I've never I was never a big fan of that 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 whole thing. I've I tried. I've tried watching part of the first season of what the uh the first show was it Green Arrow? Yeah, that's not that's not part of the Snyder verse. Oh, I'm thinking of the okay. You might think right. of the Berlanti verse. Yeah, there you go. That's what I was thinking of. Okay, yeah, Snyder verse. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Sorry, I I just, I just got those confused in my mind. No, it's fine. I don't I don't think it is because there's no references to any of the Snyder verse, but. I mean, they're clean. Uh, James Gunn has been cleaning house, so that's what I'm saying. Like, they're going to clean house, so that means you know they're, they're going to bite the bullet. And I trust James Gunn. Uh, I trust what he's going to do. So, because it was very everything was so disjointed, and you know, but didn't he say that Matt Reeves' Batman is going to be part of the new DC universe? I don't think that's 100 percent true. I know okay. they're they're not getting rid of the Matt Reeves universe, but. I would love to see uh, James Gunn take a stab at the the Doom Patrol characters. Um, I don't know. Um, I don't. I, I'm not 100 percent convinced that James Gunn was the right choice for this yet. Uh, I guess we'll see when uh, some content starts coming out. He's writing a Superman movie. 
I know. That's why I don't think he's particularly uh, his talents is suited for a Superman movie, but we'll see. We'll see, I guess. Like, I mean, uh, I, from, I a ma- from a man who got his start in trauma. Now he's <laughs> head, the of the he- head of the DC universe <laughs> or DC Warner brothers. I mean, yeah. it's a, it's a huge leap and dudes come far. Um, but like, again, like I just don't think his uh, sensibilities and his talents is uh, exactly what I'm looking for in, uh, sure. in a Superman movie. But uh, back to Doom Patrol real quick. The uh, first three episodes are out. Um, it definitely it picks up after the last season. Um, there's some some good so stuff. So what season I, is this? Like four? Four. It's number four. Yeah. My goodness. Did you watch? You never watched three, right? I don't think I did. No, I think I totally skipped out on three. I think what it was is like I, I didn't really like two. Uh, so I just kind of lost interest. Sure. They, uh, they got rid of that little girl. So. Oh, okay. she was. Yeah, she was not. She was not a good plot like line. The gopher chick, right? The girl that has like a face yeah. of a mouse or whatever. Yeah, um, it's it's a fun show. I I, I still enjoy it. Um, I also everybody's been talking about the White Lotus. Have oh, you seen that? Yeah, I love it. So season one and two are great. I started season one today, so I watched the first two episodes. I like Steve Zahn a lot. I'm like, oh, I didn't realize he was in it. Yeah, well, it um, has a lot of celebrities in it, actually. Yeah, it's not a, it's not really a comedy or anything like that, but it's a I drama mean, with comedic moments in it. Maybe, maybe it's just it's a little it's weird. It's it's written in and created by the guy Mike White. Mike White, um, no have relation ever, to Jack. Have you ever seen uh, School, School of Rock? Rock? Oh yeah, he he he, he did that movie. Uh, he was the writer of that movie. Yeah. He, he was the also the, the the roommate roommate yeah yeah Richard Linklater directed that movie that's right I forgot about that yeah I mean it, it's fun I'm I'm enjoying it I, I didn't realize there was a season two already that was and quick season, yeah season two is great uh, okay. but season one's probably better in my opinion but what I, I like about it, it there's only I like enjoy six, season one there's only like seven or eight episodes and I'm happy with that. Uh, yeah, I think it's the same for season two as well. What about you, what about you, David? You've been watching anything recently? Um, started the uh, new season of uh, Big Mouth. Oh, yeah, I finished that. Um, I, think I'm, I think I'm about halfway through it at this yeah. point. Uh, oh, a little, little bit better than halfway through, I guess. Um, Just when you think they can't make it any... Uh, any more grosser or sexual they they go there yeah they do that <laughs> it's a fun show though <laughs> oh dave i wanted to tell you i watched inside job on your recommendation and uh it took me a couple of episodes to kind of catch the vibe but uh uh-huh. I- i'm digging it now i just finished watching the episode where they uh released uh nostalgia uh from the airplane from the chemtrails mm. airplane and they like yeah. accidentally lose one of their character or one of the dudes fall off the plane and they go to find them. They all get doused with nostalgia. Yeah. It, it was a pretty, pretty great episode and made me laugh quite hard. Uh, it, are the, are the, is that like member berries? It's sort of, they're making fun of people who are like nostalgia and, and the effects of nostalgia and, and then like how it's pretty much like one big corporate schlob. Yep. Of uh, of nostalgia. 
Yeah, I, I uh, finished the the second part of Inside Job. Um, I I'm kind of unclear about the terminology that they're using. So this completed the 20 episodes of what their initial contract was for. They they initially signed for 20 episodes, and I think that this is all being considered season one, but it was done in two parts. Mm-hmm. In which case, they announced back in July that they renewed it for another season. So I don't know. I, I, it seems unclear to me if... Because that was well before the second part came out. And so it's unclear to me whether or not the second part constituted season two or if they got renewed beyond that point. I'm not clear on that. It's hmm. a good question. Um, but I hope they got, I hope they got uh, picked up again. Cause if not the way they left the series at the end of this season kind of sucks. <laughs> uh, not, not a great way to end it if they're actually going to be done with it. Um, so I think they were at least hoping to get renewed. So I don't know. I'm not sure how it sits right now, but I enjoyed it. Um, it's definitely for me. And, uh, <laughs> if, if you like weird ass conspiracy theories and making fun of said, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. I think that's what the enjoyable part of it is. Like if you're just kind of even vaguely familiar with any type of conspiracy theories, uh, mm. there's some fun to be had about making fun of that. And also like, Hey, look, these conspiracy theories are generated by us to keep so-and-so in control. Yeah. And, and, uh, everything always goes like the world's always about to end in every episode, which is great. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so I we finished that. Um, so that ties in with, uh, I, I know I had talked about it, uh, but we finished, uh, castle rock, and uh, I'm disappointed that that show didn't get continued. Was uh, it one it season or two good. seasons? It was two seasons. Two. Um, How, did it, it leave off where they? It, it looked like a third season, or just did they wrap each, it up? Each season is its own story. Mm. Okay. Um, so they told their whole story, but the stories are also tied together. So the show is very much like. Stephen King's own books that like they're their own thing. But if you know enough about them, you see how they're all tied together. So the, the show works kind of like that as well, or at least it seemed to be setting itself up to work like that because season one and season two are completely standalone stories, but they're connected to each other. Um, but I enjoyed it a lot and I'm disappointed that uh, they didn't get picked back up. Um, that's actually tied in with inside job because the uh, actress who, uh, played young Annie Wilkes in season two, uh, she is, uh, Reagan in inside job. Oh, is she really? Yeah. Wow. Talk about a transformative, uh, yeah. uh role. Mm-hmm. Okay. Very cool. Uh, been watching, see, I don't know if TV wise, I haven't really been watching much else than that uh and i saw a movie i think you you did too but i think we're going to talk about that coming up was it was it was it avatar no it wasn't (laughs) 
Nope. It's not uh, always the, Avatar. The, the better question is why wasn't it Avatar? Because I decided to go see a fun movie. Oh, so sad. And... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know what you're talking about now. I got it. Uh huh. Yeah, I Avatar agree. was a fun movie. All right, this is all about water this time. <laughs> wow. Do you want to? Let's. Okay. So, do you have anything else you wanted to mention here, George? About uh, Avatar and how awesome it was. No. And everyone should go watch it. All right. So on that, we are going to move on. No more Avatar. For I, this, I look, this guys. I just need enough people to make this the second or first like new best record movie. So, so three and four can come out. That's it. And maybe five. That's it. That's all I need. I know three is definitely coming out. There's no, there's no qualms about that because they filmed both movies at once. I just need enough people to make sure that it's making enough money so Disney doesn't feel like they wasted a billion dollars for no reason. So James Cameron can make Avatar four. All right. That's all. That's all I need, people. That's Give all him what need. he wants, and then maybe Avatar Five if we got the time, because I hear it's supposed to be an epic conclusion. It's going to be nineteen hours long, dude. I will marathon that shit. God damn it, he would. I, I will put the Clockwork Orange shit on my eyes, and with eye drops like Navi drops in my eyes while we're watching it. All right. In that moment, let's move on. Uh, no more Avatar for this episode. Uh, <laughs> I think we're good. Um, let, let's talk about our favorite uh, holiday movies. So you guys know me. Uh, I grew up in Judaism, so I, I didn't really celebrate a lot of Christmas growing up. Um, but once I started dating my wife, her family did celebrate, does celebrate. So I sort of got indoctrinated into it, brought into the whole thing. I so I'm not as knowledgeable about some of the holiday specials and movies and all that kind of stuff as you guys might be. You know what I mean? But there's a lot of classics that I have seen, um, and I, that's what I want to talk about in this episode. Is let's just talk about some of our favorite holiday movies, TV specials. That type of stuff. Sure, I'll go first. Star Wars Holiday Special. Avatar. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, Dave, can you hear George anymore? I think his uh, audio got cut. I can't hear him anymore. Oops. Oops. Um, Speaking of the Star Wars Holiday Special, my wife got me um, for Hanukkah, the first night of Hanukkah, this Life Day... It's almost like a Snuggie, but it's like a huge blanket, but you can put your arms through it. That's a Snuggie, dude. Is it? But it doesn't enclose you, though, right? I've never had a Snuggie. I don't think Snuggies enclose you either. It's just like a big blanket with armholes. Okay, so then I got a Star Wars <laughs> Life Day Snuggie then. Cool. <laughs> they were they were selling those at Disneyland when I was there. Oh, were they? Last, <laughs> last month. Yeah. That's, I, I, I don't think she went to Disneyland to get it, but if she did, I would, I'll be upset that she went without me, but. I was not expecting that. I was like, "What? Okay, it, it's comfortable. It's it's heavy. So we're going to need that in the next couple of days. That's it's uh, going to be below freezing here again in, in Houston. There you go. So, but uh, let's start off. Uh, let's start off with you, George. What's one of your favorite holiday uh, movies, TV series, whatever? 
Oh man, I have uh, uh, like a handful of movies that I watch every Christmas, no matter what. Um, it's definitely somewhere in that rotation. It's always going to be Home Alone one, Home Alone two, uh, Scrooge, the Bill Murray Scrooge. Scrooged, yeah, yeah. Um, then the Muppets Christmas Carol. Yes. Uh, the Mickey's Christmas Carol. Uh, and then probably uh, somewhere in there for if I'm needing to go to sleep or just uh, having trouble sleeping, I will watch uh, Emmett's Emmett Otter's. Oh God! Uh, ju- uh, jug Band it, Christmas. Jug, yeah, Jug. Is it Jug Band or? I think so. Jug yeah, Band. Yeah. Yeah, Jug Band. Yeah, Emmett's Otter's Jug Band Christmas. Uh, if I have trouble sleeping, it's like a chamomile tea for me. You know, it's just soothing and nice. And fun to watch. Uh, what those are all? Those are all good. I have no idea what that is. Shut up! You've never seen it. It's a weird. I have no idea what you're talking about. It's a weird mid '80s uh, Jim Henson Christmas TV special. Actually, I think it's older than the '80s. It might think, be uh, like I, late I '70s. Yeah, I think it's like mid '70s. Uh, anyway, it's like uh, one of like Jim Henson's first Christmas specials. With uh, Kermit the Frog. And, you are right. Uh, it's from 1977. And uh, like Kermit opens the, does the opening and it's a, it's a remaking of, it's a retelling of a famous Christmas story. It's a book. I believe it was a book at some point. Well, the book is also a retelling of a famous Christmas story about like when people are, two people are trying to buy each other a gift, but they can't afford it. And they like, end up buying something god it's gonna come to me later anyway i think it's like something pearl it's gonna come to me later i'm gonna have to google this anyway the gift of the magi gift of the magi thank you it's a retelling of gift of the magi uh anyway uh i don't know if you you dig it it's definitely a nostalgia thing (laughs) i i don't think it's a thing for people to watch now for enjoyment uh, unless you grew up with it, which I definitely did grew up with it. Yeah, I did too. Um, is it, it streaming anywhere? Is that on Disney Plus? No, it's on Amazon Prime. It is. Okay. Interesting. Uh, so you can watch it there. It, like the songs are super 70s. Uh, they have this this heavy metal band. Uh, All the music is done by Paul Williams, if that helps you. <laughs> is it really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, they have this heavy metal band where this bear and his like snake and frog oh yeah gang members they sing this oh, song yeah. and they sound just like Jimi Hendrix. I have not seen this movie in so long. It's a it's about like forty minutes. Yeah, uh, and like uh, the son wants to get win some money so he can get his mom something nice, and his mom wants to win the contest so she can buy her son an electric guitar and. They both end up in the competition and all that stuff. Interesting. Uh, and then you oh. can never go wrong with uh, the Wrinkling and Bass uh, Christmas stop motion see, stuff. Well, the stuff I never watched. I never really paid attention to those at all. Really, the best one is like the Rudolph Red Nosed Reindeer. Is that the Misfit Toy Island one? Islands of Misfit Toys. Yeah, the, they're in that one. Okay. It's and, not a huge part of that movie, but that is where it comes from. Yeah, I think yeah, they're like they help Rudolph realize that he's stupid and he needs to go back because he like that, ru- he runs away with his girlfriend or something like that. <laughs> of course, he does. 
yeah. That movie uh, lasted like a couple of seasons at my house. I watched it as a kid growing up, but like my kids won't watch it. <laughs> basically. Uh, it's a, it's the, again. I think it's one of those things. Just like Emmer's Otter, Emmer Brown's uh, Otter's Christmas Jug Band thing. They got they got hip to this before the internet uh, in general did. That like like Morgan at a really young age identified just how toxic the North pole is. Um, <laughs> They're all like, kind of jerks to Rudolph. Everyone, everyone at the North pole is an asshole. Everyone is awful at the North pole. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, you, you spend all day making toys for kids who don't deserve them. <laughs> See if you don't turn into an asshole. That's true. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I, I would agree. I, I'll agree with you on Scrooge, though. Scrooge is something that's one of my favorites of all time. It's a great. I've only uh, seen that one once. I've watched oh, it really? for the first time, like within the last couple of years. It's pretty great. I, I like it quite a bit. It's one of my favorite um, Bill Murray performances, actually. It's peak Bill Murray, like the, only to be rivaled by like Groundhog Day, I think. Mm-hmm. Um. Although I do think that movie could never be made today, uh, it, it had—it's it, a little bit, a little bit mean spirited in the movie and uh, uh, at, at certain parts. So I don't think that movie would fly with general audiences today. But uh, yeah, I, I definitely love that movie. It's the only reason why I think that song at the end of the movie uh, is a Christmas song. And every time I play it in the house, I tell Catherine like, "Oh, it's a Christmas song." She's like, "That's not a Christmas song." I like, but it was at the end of Scrooge, so it's technically a Christmas song. <laughs> it, it is a Christmas song. It is now. It is now. Yeah, um, like the 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 new version, the Scrooge. Of course, it's a classic, you know, story. Everybody knows it. But uh, I don't know if you either of you guys have watched Spirited yet. I have on Apple Plus. We talked have, about that. Have I not talked about it? We on did the show? talk about it. Yeah, yeah. I, I loved Spirited. I thought yeah, it was Spirited great. Yeah, Spirited was actually really great. I thought it was a great spin on the whole uh Christmas Carol story. Agreed. I think it's unfair Will Ferrell to have two Christmas classics under his belt. Elf and Elf, Spirited. Elf is, yeah, Elf, Elf was is great. I uh I was working for a uh movie trading company they uh from Dallas with a company from Dallas it was like a it's still there we've been there um they opened up a bunch of stores in Houston and I was part of the opening team and for the holiday one year they flew us all down to Dallas to go watch Elf at a Alamo Draft House and then do a meeting afterward then we went to one of their flagship stores or something wow but I was just thought, oh, it's cool. We we actually got flown to Dallas just to go watch Elf, and then went home the same day. I uh, was working <laughs> at Blockbuster when that movie came out, and they gave everybody a free copy of that movie for Christmas. Oh, really? Yeah. On VHS? No, it was on DVD. Oh. So That's my our, uh... my DVD copy doesn't have a barcode on it, just because of that one particular oh. reason. That's our go-to um, tree decorating movie. Elf. Yeah, like oh, yeah. Uh, cuz typically what we do is uh once Thanksgiving dinner is over, it's Christmas time and we usually will be decorating tree either that evening or the next day and uh Elf is usually the first movie that goes on for that. So 
Oh, and we can't forget about Ernest Saves Christmas. Can we? Oh, I mean, can can we? I don't I, think I've ever seen that. You never seen Ernest? I'm, trying, Ernest? To, I'm no. trying to remember if I have. Oh my I don't goodness! Know that I have. I know he got uh, scared stupid. Yeah, I've seen that well, one. Well, he, he that one's great. He has all the seasons, guys. He has the summer camp movie. He has the <laughs> escape out of one. jail movie. He has the Christmas movie. He is, has is a Halloween movie. Of, is escape out of jail a, a, a season movie? Yeah, it's the fall season. Oh, okay, I yeah. thought it was more like spring because he's like all right, he's springing out, out. Spring, springing out. out. Yeah, I guess uh, that makes sense. It's the only and, season left. And then the <laughs> summer <laughs> camp one. And then he even has a Ernest goes to Africa. And that's where we go. Mm. He went to yeah. Africa. Yeah. It's like Ernest goes to Africa. That's the moment where you go. I don't think you should be making these movies anymore. This sounds problematic. It, it's, a, it's, a, it's a bit problematic. Did he meet Ace of Ventura there? No. <laughs> Although I do. I do enjoy Ace Ventura. Pet Detective one and two. Yeah. Uh, what else? What other yeah, Christmas oh yeah. specials? Uh, I recently rewatched since its release. Uh, Eight Crazy Nights. I uh, okay. So he, that movie is not very good. No, it is, I wish it was. <laughs> it is not a good movie. I wish it was way better than it and it is because the premise is great. It's Adam Sandler. It's based on the Hanukkah song he did, but that movie is just not good. The animation is terrible. Yeah. Animation is terrible. It doesn't look good. It's not funny. It's uh, gross, like overly gross. I, don't, I, I guess we thought in the early, late 90s, gross was funny. I, I'm that's that's where I'm. Were they all to. smoking too much marijuana? Yes, they were. They, they were because <laughs> it's they, time to celebrate Hanukkah. They yeah. show that Smoke they show mar- him singing and, that song at the end of the and movie. drink your gin and tonic. Um, so Carrie, you being Jewish, what movies yes. did you watch during Christmas holiday or um, during the holiday season? You know, not I guess not many really. Um, you know, ones that stick out in my mind. Uh, I, I really like Jingle All the Way. I love Jingle All the Way. Yeah, it's great. Man, I haven't watched that in forever. It's on That's Disney Plus, Dave. Put it on the put it on the rotation. Um, it's it's pure fantastical Schwarzenegger. It's it's um, peak Schwarzenegger. It's what yeah. that is. Um, Put the cookie down. You know, some of the you know the movies I'm going to talk about are. are Maybe a little bit more modern comparatively to some of the older ones, but sure. Okay. Uh, the uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to mention the Harold and Kumar Christmas movie. Okay. Oh, uh, real quick, I don't mean to cut you off, but there's yeah, a couple you, of movies that I forgot to mention that I always watch during Christmas break that I don't think a lot of people realize are Christmas movies. Okay. Batman Returns, definitely a Christmas movie. Okay. Okay. Number two. The, the the Poseidon Adventure. How is that a Christmas movie? It takes place during Christmas. All right. People okay. literally land on a tree and die. It's great. Um, and then Die Hard, of course, and uh, wrapping wow. it up with Eyes Wide Shut. <sighs> okay. I, I am going to stop you on, on the Die Hard thing because... There's this, is Die Hard a Christmas movie or is it not a Christmas movie? Yes. I don't don't care what anyone says. I always watch it every Christmas. I think it is a Christmas movie. It takes place during Christmas. 
uh, it's not a Christmas movie per se because it occurs on Christmas. It's a Christmas movie because it's about a social obligation with a family member you didn't want to participate in, but it spirals more and more into an unending nightmare. Where'd you hear, read that off? Of? That's a meme. Uh, I didn't make that up. It takes place at a Christmas party. It does. Yeah. So. On Christmas Eve, it's a fucking Christmas movie. Get they over it. They even sing Christmas songs in it. And they then do. technically, Lethal Weapon's a Christmas movie. Yeah. I, f- I forgot to mention that too. But anyway, go on. I- I'm sorry. I had to cut you off. Um, no, you're fine. Um, uh, I-, I really liked Harold and Kumar, the Christmas movie. Um, I'm going to say... This is sort of a you know another contentious one, a contention between this one. Is it a Halloween movie? Is it a Christmas movie? Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, oh, that's both. It, it works it for both. both seasons. It's easy, definitely. I that's a one of those we that's, watch. That's uh, the while magic of up. that movie. That's the magic of that movie yeah. is that it is about both and it serves as a movie for both seasons. It's also the perfect movie to watch while decorating. Cause you can kind of like sing along while yeah. stuff. It, so. I mean, it's, a, it's going to be, it's a timeless movie now. It's not just because Disney realized they had a cash cow with it, but um, I mean, the it, music they, didn't, is, they didn't realize all the goth kids would want the merch for that. Forever. No, they did. They took them a long time to realize <laughs> I think Hot Topic realized it first, and Disney's like, "Oh, wait a minute! People like it. Let's let's uh, make some stuff." Um, like, where were these goth kids in the '90s when this movie didn't do well in theaters? Well, you know, Marty mentioned like the uh, which I'm not a big fan of, like the Santa Claus's movies. I actually like the first one quite a bit. There's a there's a new series, right? Yeah, it's on Disney Plus. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet, but I probably won't. <laughs> <laughs> it's Tim Allen's last hurrah as the Santa Claus man. Got to give it a give it a shot. So we've I mentioned Elf. I'm going. I'm going through the IMDb's top fifty. Um, they have a one, top Christmas list. They do. Number uh, one. Oh, because wanna, it's a Wonderful Life is going to be it on is. There somewhere. I hate that movie. I don't hate it, but God damn it, I'm mean, I tired of that movie. Uh, sure, y'all probably know this, but like y'all know why that became a classic Christmas movie, right? No. Because people okay. die? No. Because the angels got a Dwayne? Uh, when that movie came out, <clears throat> it was a complete bomb. Nobody went and see, saw this movie. Um, so the studio didn't really like keep on top of it. And it became one of those like super cheap properties that TV stations could yeah. air at Christmas time. And it's so cheap, in fact, that everyone did over and over and over. And that's why it became a Christmas classic. Hmm. Because because it was a cheap-ass movie to license for TV. And so they did over and over. That but makes it's sense. Not be- it's not because anyone ever liked the movie. The movie was a bomb. Uh, so there you go. A little backstory on Wonderful Life. Which is... Which is the one? Uh, oh, the other one they mentioned here, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. I actually I've never uh, seen any version of that. I've only seen the version that came out in the nineties. Okay, mainly, mainly because they played it on TBS repeatedly. Yeah, I can imagine. Oh, so also, yes. Christmas Christmas Story. Well, of course, but there's a, there's a sequel out on HBO, which is pretty fucking good. Like, I was about to ask you, is it good? Yeah, it's not 
terrible. Like, it's just as good as the original, I think. Uh, if not, sometimes a little better because it has, like, a mature theme to go with it. Interesting. I'm going through the list here. So, um, stuff we, we've already talked about some of these. But uh, Love Actually, is that a Christmas movie? I guess. Yes, it is a Christmas I've, movie. I've never, I don't think I've ever seen that. Uh, it's they a go s- Elf. Sweet movie, but it's uh, a little problematic in today's lensing. Um, we 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 have not mentioned one of the all time greats yet. That'd be National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I just finished watching that. Uh, I do watch it every Christmas. I, I I did forget to mention that. Yep. Hey Clark, the shitter's full. Shitter's Best Christmas full. That's right. Yeah. Um. Still, still a great movie. Uh, Four Christmases. Why is that like in the top ten? The holiday, because it has Christmas in the title. Uh, yeah. Okay. How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the cartoon, or the Jim? No, this is a Jim Carrey version. Catherine loves the Jim Carrey version, and uh, my nephews growing up uh, watched that movie all the time, even <laughs> when it wasn't Christmas. Yeah, like, they would watch it all day, every day. Uh, so I learned to uh, not like that movie as much, although there are parts of it that is pretty funny. I, I just find it hilarious that someone thought, yeah, we'll just let Jim Carrey be himself for an hour and a half. Let's put him in makeup. Or we'll be good. Yeah. And then Jim Carrey just, just goes bonkers. Yeah. And there's so many like weird adult jokes that I have to ask, who do they think they were making this movie for? I know. Um, there's another eighties movie that, um, set during Christmas time that we haven't mentioned yet. What's that? Gremlins. Oh uh, yeah. I mean, I've kind of, I'm burnt out on gremlins just as much as like, what? The, well, I mean so many, it's just like how I'm a little burnt out on Die Hard about the same, like, is it a Christmas movie? I'm so burnt out on that conversation. So I'm kind of burnt out about gremlins too. Because they, they say the same thing about Gremlins. But. I'll admit it's been a long time since I've actually seen Gremlins. I need to maybe I'll watch it this week. Um, it's supposed to be a like animated series that's coming out with that, right? I think there is. They're still working on that. It's like the uh, prequel type of deal. Uh, Serendipity while you were sleeping. I'm just going through some of these. Um, this one is more Thanksgiving, but they put planes, trains, and automobiles. That's definitely, it's definitely a, a Thanksgiving. Yeah. yeah like, that's the whole plot of the movie. Is they're trying, trying to get, get home, home for Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yeah. Number 18 is actually Die Hard on this list. Hey, there you go. Um, looking through Fred Claus. Uh, okay. The Night Before. I remember this movie. Is that uh, the movie with Seth Rogen? It is with Seth Rogen. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Joseph Gordon Levitt. Um, Last Christmas, I saw that one last couple years ago. Um, look who's talking now. They consider okay, Christmas was the cranks. Oh, yeah, uh, that was a Christmas movie, I guess. It takes place during Christmas. It's the whole plot is about how the husband is trying to get home for Christmas oh, and yeah. he's stuck in like some lo- uh, cabin, snow cabin. It's like the sequel to it, right? Uh, it's the third one, if I not mistaken. Oh, wow. Alley just passed away last week. Hey, more of a reason to watch it. Yeah. Uh, Christmas with the Cranks. White Christmas. We mentioned the Muppet Christmas Carol. Great. The the uh, the great Nicolas Cage movie, The Family Man. Oh, um, that, was a, that was an okay movie. The Santa Claus 2. Home Alone, we mentioned Scrooge. I would put Scrooge way higher on my list, for sure. 
Yeah. Um, a Christmas Story. We talked about that. Office Christmas Party. Oh, yeah. I remember that movie. That, that was, was good, not, too. I didn't really care for that, but that was just um, me, though. Polar Express. Jingle All Way. You mentioned that. Uh, now we're getting into the crappy movies. Santa Claus, <laughs> the movie from 1985. Uh, with Dudley Moore, if you remember that movie. No, I don't even no. know that movie. It's fucking weird. Uh, is, is it about Santa Claus? Yes. Dudley Moore plays a drunk Santa Claus. Okay. Speaking of somebody uh, that plays Santa Claus, you would not expect. That'd be David Harbour. Um, uh, let's talk about one of my favorite new holiday movies right now. It's going in the rotation. It is. And it actually, as of today, as we're recording, it's actually streaming now. Oh, yeah, is it? For $20, so you got to right. pay, pay for it. But yeah. What do you want to talk about, Dave? You want to go first? You saw it before me. So before we do, you yes, skipped sir. me entirely. No, no, we're going to get back to you. We're not All skipping right. anybody, dude. Come on. Uh, <laughs> so we, we are talking about Violent Night. Yes. The new um, action Christmas movie. I, I told I told George at the party the other night that it's uh, it's not a great action movie and it's not a great holiday movie but it's a great holiday action movie (laughs) (laughs) uh it's a lot of fun it really is uh, i we debated on whether or not we should and uh but we decided to go with it we took our kids to see it (laughs) we uh we told them beforehand what they would be getting into if they wanted to go. Yeah. Um, even so there were times watching the movie where I'm like, mm, <laughs> I don't know if we made the right call here. There was a, but, was a bloody uh, good time. Yeah. There was uh, a, there was a scene where he's fighting all the, all the, all the guys that show up in that barn area. Mm-hmm. And not that many guys showed up. I'm like, they're just like multiplying. Where are they coming from? Yeah, they like they were using those same guys over and over. Yeah, again. Uh, but it was yeah, it was fun. Um, it's uh, if you haven't heard of it, um, it, the real quick rundown is a a burned out, kind of tired of the whole thing, tired of people. Santa Claus is doing his 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 annual job, and he he's at a house where a rich family has is as he's there falls under siege basically yep. by a bunch of bad people who want stuff from them essentially is the idea. And, uh, and, nobody better um, than John Leguizamo. Yeah. John headed by John Leguizamo and the little girl, uh, in the family has a walkie talkie through which Santa Claus hears her and they begin to talk and he realizes he has to stay and help this little girl survive uh, and then it just turns into a complete blood bloodbath because Santa Claus brutally murders everybody, basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they gave a reason for why, which I thought, which I, I liked I, quite I, a bit. Yeah. Actually. I was, I was surprised by, by that. I was um, surprised that they put it in there. Um, I'm not, but like, I'm not surprised to find that involved in Santa Claus lore because it kind of yes comes from there. Right. Um, Santa Claus is based on that. 
in parts some parts of Santa Claus are sure, but the way that they were playing him, it it I it made sense to me and I liked it. Um, but yeah, uh, what is he like a Russian or something? No, uh, should we should we say or should we should we? Uh, Why not? It could only be two things because this the whole like lore Santa Claus is. He's a uh, either a, a Russian saint or he's a pagan uh, mystical being from like pagan stories. So he can either be like it's, a, a Norse, Norse guy or a Russian yep. guy. Very close to the second one. You're closer on the second one. Okay. Yeah. So w- what is he like a Viking or something? Essentially. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. This is he like carry around a battle axe in his sack or something. Uh, no. To hammer, hammer. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I I really enjoyed this movie. It was a lot of fun. Um, if you if you, now they're just streaming. If you guys want to pay the money, I would definitely recommend it. Um, I I hate the twenty dollars streaming rental pricing. I think that's bullshit. But that's a different topic for a different day. Um, hey man, they're gonna make that VOD money. There's a couple of new uh, holiday specials I wanted to talk about this year. Uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Really enjoyed that. Um, we've talked about that on the show already, but we just watched the new episode of Murderville, which is a holiday-themed episode. Oh, I told, oh, yeah. I told I you about that, that, didn't I? Yes. Dude, that shit was fucking hilarious. It was great. It was the best thing they've ever did. Uh, <laughs> I, wish, oh, I wish the rest of the show didn't exist and just this. Yeah. Jason Bateman was great. Everybody was great. Uh, the only time the show got ruined for me is when what's his face shows up at the end. Uh, yeah, I, I know like, what you're talking about. I was like, wow, we spent so much time with these two great actors. Don't, don't spoil it. Cause if I don't want to spoil who the other person is, Yeah, let, let's just add this ass bag at the end for no fucking reason <laughs> to ruin the momentum of the show. And we also started watching the Reno 911 holiday heist movie on comedy central. Is that new? Yeah, it's just brand new this year. Oh, okay. They've been uh, doubling down on the Reno nine one one since they brought it back. So well, it's like uh, it's cheap to make, and uh, yeah, and they own that property. Yep, exactly right. All right, Dave. What about you, sir? I know we've talked about some, but what have we? Uh, what's no, your y'all, holiday tradition? Y'all traditions? covered. Y'all covered most of. Uh, what did of... What did we miss, Dave? What is the ones that we missed? So. Um... My personal favorite version of Christmas Carol, which I told you about the other night, George. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the one that I grew up watching, and I it's still my favorite. Is a, a version of Christmas Carol that came out in like 1986 or 87, something like that, with George C. Scott playing Ebenezer Scrooge. Really? Um, yeah. And uh, David Warner is Bob Cratchit. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, I like I like his portrayal of Ebenezer Scrooge because he plays him more like a real person than most of the depictions of Ebenezer Scrooge that I see. He tends to be kind of exaggerated or like Mr. Burns out a little bit. They, they tend to kind of overdo it. He plays a more subdued. You can watch it more, uh, on Prime now. I'm gonna yeah. add that, I'm gonna add that to my list. I'm gonna check it out. 
Yeah, he plays he plays the role a little bit more subdued, a little bit more understated, and I think it makes it more believable. It makes him more human, I think, to an extent. Mm. Um, also, it has the creepiest ghost of Christmas future of any version that I've seen. Their 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 spirit of Christmas yet to come is is quite terrifying. I don't know. The one in Scrooge kind of scared me as a kid. Yeah. I agree on that one. Um, cool. What else, man? Uh, I've never seen that one. That's really like kind of the main one. A lot of the like the Disney Christmas shorts, like the Mickey's Christmas Carol, is great. Um, oh, Prep and Landing. The Disney uh, Disney's Prep and Landing are pretty fun. I never I never seen that. Oh, you should. It's all. They're all all. I think there's three or four of them. They're all on Disney Plus. You mentioned uh, earlier, you mentioned Eight Crazy Nights, um, and there's not really a lot of Hanukkah-based um, movies or, or shows to get through. That's the I only do, one I know of. Do you know I wanna, others? I want to talk about The Hebrew Hammer. Is that a Jew, uh, Hanukkah movie? It, he, uh, he sort of. Um, it, it takes place around that time where the bad guy wants to uh, destroy Hanukkah. Oh, Okay, I didn't realize that was the plot of the movie. Yeah. I thought I thought it was just like a shaft copy. It is. Oh, okay. Um, that's what makes it great. <laughs> um, and there's any you know, other shows, you know, like um, I mean, it's got Andy Dick in it. It's got to be good. Mm. <laughs> sure, we'll go. We'll go with that. <laughs> um, we we haven't really touched upon some of the Christmassy horror movies that are out there like Krampus. I just saw Krampus like last couple years for the first time. I really like Krampus. Yeah. I think the only problem with I have with Krampus is it doesn't go far enough with it. It's not it's not Krampus enough. Krampus it's, enough. It's just like they could have gone just a smidgen more. Just a smidgen further. Gotcha. Um what about Silent Night, Deadly Night? Uh you I don't never think seen I've that? ever seen that. No, I've oh, seen no. the sequel, but I've never seen the the first movie. Um, you saw the sequel, but not the first one. That's okay. Yeah, mainly because it was a riff tracks movie, and ah. I, I watched it, and they made fun of the guy screaming, "It's garbage day!" And then, <laughs> yeah. yep, yeah. Uh, there's also the Black Christmas movies as well. I've seen the original. original and the, there's a remake of it. As oh, I have seen the remake too, but there's like four remakes now. Um, was there? I know there's one like a couple years ago. There was one that came out in the early 2000s, which I thought mm. was pretty good. Uh, the original is kind of hokey. If there's in if there's anything that we're missing that you're like, oh, this is my go to holiday movie, be it a horror movie or a typical traditional holiday special or whatever. Let us know. Uh, reach out to us on social medias. Um, hey, we'll, Carrie, have yes. you ever seen the full court miracle? Uh, no, I have not. It is a Disney Channel original uh, Hanukkah movie based on the real story of Lamont Carr. Okay. I don't know. I'm looking up some Hanukkah movies for you. What about the Rugrat Hanukkah? Is it that a real thing? Yeah. Oh. There's Mistletoe and Menorahs. Oh, I, just God. Like, I, I just like the title. 
That sounds like a horrible Hallmark movie. Oh, there it is. is. The Hebrew Hammer is on there. Yeah. Look at that. Uh, All I Want for Christmas. I... Why is that a Hanukkah movie? I don't know. It's listed as a Hanukkah movie. Oh, okay. A Jewish boy on his way to a disappointingly sunny Florida tries to pursue his holiday dreams by swapping plane tickets with another kid. Sounds not watchable. Sounds like somebody watched uh, Home Alone and went, oh, we can make a Hanukkah movie out of this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Little Fockers is apparently a Hanukkah movie. Okay. I guess. I don't know. Uh, hitched, Little fuckers hitched for the holidays. No, if if you're dude, if you're getting into like Hallmark territory, we're just we're staying away from that bullshit. I'm I'm just I'm reading the list here. Top right. fifteen, top fifteen Hanukkah movies for you to watch today. I might try to watch Eight Crazy Nights again because it's been a while since I've seen that, but I know it's not good. I guess the night before is technically a Hanukkah movie, even though. Oh yeah. If it has uh, Seth Rogen in it, it's a Hanukkah movie. American Tale. Yep, I've, 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 I'm reading that. Yeah, I guess, it is sort of. I guess it does take place during like winter time. Yeah. Uh, Double Holiday, a Lifetime original. All right. Fiddler on the Roof. Is that really a Hanukkah movie? Uh. I mean, it's like pre-revolutionary Russia with Jewish people. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes. American Pickle, but good luck trying to watch that. Uh, They removed that, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, they got rid of that. Yeah. American Pickle? That's uh, (laughs) Seth Rogen where the the dude falls in a vat of pickle And gets brined for how many years? Yeah, he gets preserved and yeah. It's a stupid plot that... That arrived on HBO Max during COVID times. Yep. I watched it. I tried watching it and I gave up like halfway through. Uh, a Serious Man. I don't know what that is. It's a Coen Brothers movie. Uh, it's about the, oh. it's the story of Job. From Arrested Development? No, not that Job. <laughs> That's Gob. No, it's or, Job. Or, or Gob. If you're Gob. A, a Gob. Sorry. Not <laughs> <laughs> uh and uh that's it that's the that's the list yeah well we get a shorter list for some reason yeah there's, for some reason there's not we a get lot to, of we get to celebrate for eight days but we get a shorter list of of movies there's not a lot of hanukkah movies i don't have to tell you there, there is, is a movie not. just titled hanukkah that's that's uh original from the dreidel to the grave is the uh, subtitle <laughs> <laughs> Oh Jesus! <laughs> oh man, that's pretty great. <laughs> Is that a, a, it's a horror movie. Yeah, it's a group of young Jewish adults preparing for the holidays, uh, but are in for a festival of frights with the help of a wise rabbi. They deduce that they are being targeted because they have violated Judaic law, and that their only chance of survival is to embrace their Jewish faith. All right. That, <laughs> I, I might have to watch that now. Just called Hanukkah. <laughs> it's called Hanukkah. Not Hanukkah. Festival of Frights would have been a better title. Yeah, most definitely. But 
the subtitle from the dreidel it, to the grave from is dr- just that, that's your movie title yes yeah. from dreidel from dreidel why, to grave. why are you burying like, the lead there <laughs> jesus uh rugrats hanukkah story yeah, uh-huh yeah see it's when i learn about hanukkah you got to watch the rugrats that's true they know they do know i mean i guess what this means carrie is you need to write a hanukkah movie I, I guess a Hanukkah horror movie or just a Hanukkah movie? Just a Hanukkah movie because, you know, I think we have enough Chris holiday horror movies. You, where is you a, don't want to bite off more than you can chew, Carrie. Where's yeah. our period piece about the, the, the beginning of Hanukkah with the, the Maccabees and all that? I mean, come on. That's your movie. You're going to do a, a historic uh, biopic. Yeah. Uh, That's what, isn't that what American Tales is really about, though? Sort of. Not really. <laughs> well, I'm just going to call it uh, Eight Days Later. Eight days later. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, shoot- your name is apparently uh, considered a. Will you Jewish shoot that movie. movie if I write it? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's do it. I don't know how well received a non Jewish person making a Hanukkah movie will be received, but I'll say my Jewish friend wrote it, so it's okay. There you go. <laughs> I'm, I'm, remember, I'm, I'm Jewish. Absolutely. You know, I keep seeing Full Court Miracle over and over again. I think you need to watch this movie and report back. I know. I was about to say, can you watch that for me and then let me know if I need to watch it or not? Report. The, give me a report. The Full Court <laughs> Miracle about the yes. uh, the parallel story of the Maccabees with a would-be NBA hopeful. I, I, I love sports movies. You know me. A struggling Jewish basketball team. <laughs> I'm not saying anything here. We're just going to move on. Um, <laughs> uh, we mentioned the Star Wars holiday special, right? We did in the beginning, yes. Okay. In passing. Is there anything that we're missing that, um, I, the, the, that maybe uh, I should the, watch? The Lego Star Wars holiday special. I haven't oh, watched yeah. that yet. Is that any it's good? Surprise, it's surprisingly fun. It is. You it's know what's su- also surprising? That... There's not a good Looney Tunes holiday special. Hmm. Yeah, I ever noticed that? There's some Disney ones, yeah. But. There's some really good, like, uh, Halloween, Warner, uh, uh, Looney Tunes Halloween specials, but no good uh, Christmas specials. Wasn't there a Scrooge, hmm. wasn't Scrooge McDuck, wasn't there a Christmas Carol Disney version? Uh, yeah, Mickey's Christmas Carol. Yeah, Mickey's, Mickey's Christmas, Christmas Carol. Carol. Okay. But uh, in Looney Tunes, they did one with Daffy Duck, but it wasn't very good. Comparatively to, to Disney, most Looney Tunes isn't very good. That's not true. Looney Tunes is the jam. Chuck Jones is a art animation master. Yeah, that's true. But can you I imagine agree. the... And he's funny. Can you say that about Walt Disney? No. Exactly. Not all, all you... of it. <laughs> um, all right, very cool. Uh... Dave, do you want to uh, give George a, a George Hates Metal segment? It has to be Christmas theme or Hanukkah theme since we're, you know. Uh-oh. Oh, there is a Hanukkah metal band. Is there a Hanukkah metal I think, band? I think to keep on theme, I think that's where we're going to have to go with this. A I got Hanukkah a, I, metal band? All I of their a, songs are about Hanukkah? Yeah, the band is called God the Fire. Um, <laughs> their album is called Hanukkah Gone Metal. 
Man, they really need to like adopt that dreidel to the grave. Is what they need they, to do. They have songs like Eight Days of Victory." That's like my movie idea right there. Gods, um, of, what is it called? Gods of what? Gods of Fire. They uh-huh. have songs like "No Guilt, No Glory," "The Quest for the Latke Oil," <laughs> um, "Havana Havanu Shalom Aleichem." They have Hanukkah Gone Metal. Hanukkah Gone. I think that's the song you need to do right there. Yeah. <laughs> in fact i think that should be the title of this episode maybe <laughs> hanukkah gone geekery <laughs> and also a spin for the blood of our elders <laughs> that's a good track too i think we should go with hanukkah, <laughs> go- hanukkah gone metal <laughs> day of uh, Hanukkah I was gifted the gift, the gift of, metal. of metal you have to do it right metal, metal! here you go <laughs> this uh okay let me get your opinion first uh, I mean we don't have to we don't have to really but <laughs> <laughs> um, I think my laughter says enough um it's like if you took Adam Sandler and a Dio cover band and put it in a blender that's exactly what this. I was thinking was. Anvil, or, or Anvil. Yeah. I could see that too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, it's clever and it's fun. Uh, like it's uh, not- this should be your theme song for the next eight eight days. Yeah, uh, there's actually like I, I think I mentioned earlier. There's a couple of traditional, actual Hanukkah songs on here. Like Oh Hanukkah is one of them, and then Havinu Shalom Aleichem. Though they're traditional songs, the rest are not. Like no guilt nor glory. No guilt, no glory. I never got That's taught not a traditional that. Traditional Hanukkah song. Was never taught that when I was younger. Are <laughs> <laughs> taking the temple, spill, spend the for the blood of our elders. That's the best game of dreidel ever. What about the quest for Latki oil? Uh, I've done that recently. <laughs> I went to Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> It was, it was just vegetable oil, but yeah, I All questioned. Right. So here's the thing. If we do a Hanukkah movie, this has to be like the soundtrack to the movie, right? We need to get these guys, yes. Yeah. But apparently, they put a new album out in 2019, um, and they did a Here Comes Krampus song, too. Oh, wow. So they still doing uh, rocking the Christmas music. Yeah, they have an album called uh, Terrifying Tales for Terrible Children. There you go. <laughs> Wow. There you go. 
<laughs> while it, while we're on the uh, so I, I mean, it was fine. I mean, I'm not gonna like seek these guys out. But is there any other Christmas metal songs that you guys enjoy? Christmas metal. Hmm. There's actually quite a bit. Um, sometimes it's more like metal bands doing Christmas songs. Mm. Um, I got to mention the the Sabaton song from the album this year, uh, Christmas Truce. They did a Christmas album? They did a Christmas song. Oh, song. Uh, called Christmas Truce. If you haven't heard that, it's really good. There's a great video. It's basically the story of two warring uh, uh, countries on Christmas having a truce and in, 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 and hanging out together and then when Christmas is over they go back to killing each other you know you know how it goes so there's an album and that called... actually that actually happened yeah during during World War One um that's most all the Sabaton stuff is based on real events so. oh it's a Sabaton song I, I missed that part yeah. so yeah yeah you're, ta- you're talking about the Joy Noel story right where everyone did the ceasefire on Christmas Day maybe I don't know uh I want to talk about Dave yeah, we're both like the trenches on both sides. Yeah, bet- of, was like, it? They, it was they, between France and uh, was it Germany? Germany, yeah. And last yeah. year, uh, one of my favorite vocalists right now is a guy named Tommy Johansson. Johansson. Um, he is in a band. He used to be in a band called Ring Seed, and he's now has a, his other band is uh, Majestica. But he's also now the guitar player in Sabaton. Hmm. And if you haven't checked out his YouTube channel, he's fucking phenomenal. Uh, one of the best vocalists out there right now. He is. He looks like he's like twelve years old. He has such a little baby face. But his band Majestica put out an album last year called A Christmas Carol. So the it's an entire uh, concept album about uh, about a Christmas Carol. It's mm. really good. Uh, mostly, it's all mostly new stuff, but there's elements of you know Christmas carols and traditional music in there. Um, I mean, we if we're talking about Christmas metal bands, we have to talk about Trans Siberian Orchestra, right? No, you ruined it. I was <laughs> you're ruined. I was gonna, I was gonna mention uh, the the great uh, Christmas uh, concept album by Sabotage, Dead Winter Dead. Yes, thank you. Which that, is the which was the impetus for Trans Siberian Orchestra? It was it because came, it came from that sabotage. It came album. first. Sabotage came first. People don't realize that. I get very adamant about this fact. Uh, Dead Winter Dead, phenomenal album. Uh, they it did that good. Christmas Eve Sarajevo song on that. Yeah, album. that song that everyone knows that Trans Siberian Orchestra does was yeah, not that's a, a sabotage song. It is. Um, right. But they couldn't. They cr- they were trying to. And they, they were very smart about it. They had to create uh, something that was more marketable. And they definitely did. Uh, because Sabotage couldn't just do a whole Christmas album. It was just their fans might have not gone for it. You know what I mean? Was, I mean uh, so is Dead Winter Dead not a Christmas album? It is. Sort of. It's So Sabotage typically does concept albums yeah not always but they they often do concept albums and this is one it's uh and it takes place during winter and over christmas which is that song christmas eve sarajevo 1224 that's uh yeah all right great album i've Um, never heard that before i'm gonna have to check it out 
Yeah. Uh, in TSO, I mean, there, there's some good stuff there. I mean, I'm not a huge Christmas music guy, like traditional Christmas music songs. Oh, but you, sh- you should uh, not be in my house during Christmas time. Cause that's all I, I, it's played here. I know. That's where I hear it mostly. Yeah. I, Hey, I, it wasn't my choice. So, um, I'm trying so to I do I do like uh, some of the stuff that Trans-Siberian Orchestra does, um, but mm-hmm. you know what my favorite Trans-Siberian Orchestra album is? Uh, the, Beethoven's Last Night. I was about to say the concept album about Beethoven. It's I listened to it again recently after not listening to it for years and years. It's fucking great. It's such a solid, uh, like kind of a high concept heavy metal album. Have uh, you ever seen them it's live? It's done so well. I've seen Sabotage live. I haven't seen Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Yeah. I've always wanted to see Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Me too. You, they'll make you pay for it. Yeah, yeah, it's super expensive, which is why I never go. <laughs> so I'm looking. I'm looking uh, Christopher Lee did a Christmas metal album. Oh, Yes, wow. that Christopher Lee from Lord of the Rings. And Well, he was like a metal dude. Uh, Rob Halford has done a couple of Christmas albums, um, which is not surprisingly. Uh, Twisted Sister has done stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, if we're talking about Christmas metal songs, what's more iconic than No Presents for Christmas from <laughs> King Diamond? I know it's George's favorite. <laughs> right? No Presents for Christmas. You never heard that song? You've got to hear that song. No, I've never heard that song. Uh, I'm looking. Oh, one of the best uh, albums, if you were looking for like... Um, Christmas music albums. It was this. Um, I can't remember what it's called. It's like all a metal Christmas or something, but like silent night, there was a version of silent night with um, basically uh, Chuck Billy from Testament and a couple of members from anthrax, but it's fucking heavy. It's really, really good. Um, yeah. And there's like Alice Cooper's on that album and a bunch of different people. Um, didn't Blind Guardian did a Christmas song too, didn't they? Did they? I think so. But I'd be surprised. One of my favorite tracks from this band, Typo Negative, is Red Water Christmas Morning. M O U R N I N G. That is my go-to it Christmas holiday track because it's, it is. Well, yeah, it's it's very festive. That song. It is. <laughs> But <laughs> for some reason, with that attitude, I don't think it is. It's about how everyone he celebrated Lo- holidays with in the past are all dead now. Oh, that's nice. But yeah, that's uh, that sort of describes me a little bit. That's it, that song has a lot of meaning to me. It really does. Um, yeah, there's a lot of really cool stuff out there that are, you know, a lot of it is um, Christmas music just made heavy. But uh, check out Sabotage. Check out the uh, Majestica Christmas Carol. I think you'd really dig that album, Dave, if you haven't heard it yet. And Majestica is so cool because on their first album, they did a cover of the Spaceball theme song. <laughs> so you don't get better than that. Spaceballs. All right. Um, as we're wrapping up the 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 in, we're wrapping up this episode. We're getting we're toward, wrapping up our presents is what we're doing. We're unwrapping them. Uh, we're getting close to the end of the year, so which means we're starting to prepare for our our rewind episodes, which will come out in the first couple of weeks of January. 
we're going to talk about our favorite movies and TV shows and video games and uh, metal, of course, our favorite album. The answer for everyone is Avatar. No, not only for you. So so you don't have to listen, everybody. The answer is Avatar. It It is not Avatar. Best album, the best movie, the best TV show. (laughs) Best video game. Best video game. You're gonna Avatar the way of water. They're working on a video game. When that game comes out, you're just gonna cream your pants, aren't you? They did make a video game and it was terrible. No, they're making a new one. Oh, are they really? Yeah. Oh. Which actually looks pretty cool, but um Yeah, so I've been working play a military dude, you play a I don't I don't know, actually. Um I've been working hard on my top albums. I have my top forty or top fifty pretty close. My goodness. Yeah. It's gonna be a long episode, I guess. Well, most of the metal stuff will be on MSR cast. So um this is an open invitation for Dave to come on that show so we can talk more metal. Um and uh, we'll I'll show up too to talk about Avatar. No, we know you won't. We'll just turn your volume down. <laughs> but um, yeah, I want to thank everybody for hanging out with us this past year. It's been a fun, been been a fun twenty twenty two. A lot of cool stuff has happened this year. Um, I I know personally a lot of good music has come out for me. And I'm excited to talk about. Um, uh, yeah, let's. Uh, let's talk about what's uh, rap- what's tickling our geek before we uh, wrap it up. George, you want to start? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought we were taking another break. That was my bad. Um, what's tickling my geek? So this Friday, yes. not only is it the day before uh, fucking Christmas Eve. Um, is but- it Friday? No, yeah, Friday isn't Christmas Eve. It's right. No, it's Saturday. Saturday, Eve. yeah. Uh, fucking Glass Onion finally yep. drops on Netflix. I'm excited since, for that as well. Since it was only like a week in theaters, and I had zero time to go see it. It was only uh, out for a week just to be able to be nominated for shit. Yeah, which is bullshit. Uh, and it's not gonna have a physical release, which is also bullshit. Um, and it's coming out on Netflix, so I get to finally watch it and see how good it is i'm sure it's great i've heard yep. nothing but good things i'm i'm um, stupid excited for that as well uh and so that's what i'm Me very too. excited to check out come out this friday cool what about you dave man i don't know i've been you know i i'll tell you what it is i uh am i'm excited to uh have a little downtime yeah I've been very, me too I've been very busy so. i agree Today is my first um, uh, my first day of my vacation. I don't go back until sometime in January, early January, but it's still good enough for me. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I want to mention uh, there's a couple cool tours that have been announced recently. Um, I know Justin would be upset if we didn't mention this under our Black Cult tour, North American tour. Uh I, I always unsure how to say this is, name. Is but that a band name? That's the name of the tour. Oh, uh, the the tour is featuring Guy Gaira. Oh, he's going to yell at me if I don't know how to, if I can't say it right. I'm um, not going to correct you. You just keep saying it wrong. Guy Gaira Gaira uh, Gaira. Uh, then Uada Gamera, like the the turtle kaiju movie. No, no, no. no. The Justin's favorite band of all time. Now the Gaira. Gaera. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. Keep trying. I'm Ga- just going to let him keep going. <laughs> Do you know how to say it? 
Garia? Is it Garia? Gyria? It's like having diarrhea through the mouth. Okay, the Garia. I think that's right. Uh, Uada, Carrick, uh, Algren, and then Rotting Christ is headlining. Which we just saw. I just saw. Uh, I just saw part of them last year when they were here with Bortnagar. I mean, it's it's kind of hard to tell since they're rotting. They were falling every falling pieces everywhere. Little known uh, trivia about Rotting Christ: It's the one band Megadeth's Dave Mustaine refuses to play live with. Why is that? The band, I guess, the name name is Rotting Christ. He was he was supposed to be on some festival, and he was like, "No, I'm not playing." If they're playing, is because. Because he's like a big Christian, dude? Yes, he is. Dave Mustaine is an evangelical Christian now, yeah. yeah. Shut up! Yeah, yeah no, he is. We're not going to shut up, it's true. He has been for, what, 15 years at this yeah. point? Something like I mean, that must be a lot of conflict for him when he plays at metal shows. Uh, I, he won't play certain songs from their catalog anymore. What song do those? Do we know? Well, he'll compromise, I guess, because... Uh, when they did the Rust in Peace anniversary tour, they they played Five Magic. Sure, that's one okay. that he said that he wouldn't he wouldn't play anymore. He, well, you have to play the song uh, if you're doing the entire album. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I know that Five Magics was on his list as one that he won't hmm. play live. Well, that makes sense. Um, that's one of the best songs on the album, ones. though. That every song on that album is one of the best songs. On the <laughs> okay, album. that's that's, that's the, so true. That's <laughs> the problem. <laughs> It can't be that good if it's Megadeth, though. So it's one of, it's not just it's not just a good Megadeth album. It's one of the best thrash metal albums ever. Agreed, yeah, but it, but it's a Megadeth. So Megadeth has some good music, dude. No, they don't. Better than Metallica, some shit. That's just not true. Uh, the other thing I'm really the reason excited. why they left him on the side of the road. I'm just saying. No. Yeah, because he was a horrible alcoholic. He was <laughs> yeah. a yeah. asshole. Yeah, those, that was a good reason to do that. And, and, but then they and took a all of the music that he wrote and made a they took all the music that he wrote and made a career out of it. So Yep. They they definitely did. Well, he couldn't uh, sing for shit, that's why. That that's just your opinion, man. It's true though. Uh, I was harnessing my my inner dude there. But the other thing that I'm really excited about is uh, two of my favorite bands are touring together, not coming to Houston. They're coming to Austin on a fucking Tuesday, and I'm going. I don't care what I have to do to get there. But Enslaved is doing a co-headlining tour with Insomnium. He's just going to go, I have to call in. (laughs) I I feel like a tickle in my throat that night. Uh, Black Anvil's opening that tour, too, which they put out a pretty good album this past year, too. But I am insomnium and enslaved are both doing a VIP meet and greet for the show, not together, but separately. I'm like, Oh, how do I decide which one to do? You know what I mean? Haven't you met insomnium before? before, I've met two of the members of the band. I haven't met the full band, but But have you met any of the other band? I have never met enslaved. I do have an autographed drum head though. That I bought from they played last time. They had it on their on their table. Well, there you go. Sounds like your decision has been made. I don't know. Or they also, both, you can always go with the cheaper. Who's ever cheaper? They both have new albums coming out. Have you heard any of the new Insomnia music yet, Dave? Mm-mm. The no. the newest song that just put out has the singer from uh, Rotting Christ on it. Actually, I like how he skips me entirely. He's like knows that I haven't listened to it or something. I'm. Have you listened to it? 
I have listened to it actually. Okay, well then we'll skip that then. Rude. I'm joking. What did you think of it? It was fine. Okay, that's why I skipped you. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't heard uh Saki's or whatever it is, and I can't think of it. Uh, he he put a solo album out this year, Dave. If you haven't heard it, it's actually quite good. Okay. The singer from Rotting Christ, yeah. Uh but yeah, that's what's really I'm excited for that. Um really, really excited. And I'm excited to uh spend the holidays with my wife and her family and my family and just having some free time and time off, you know? Absolutely. I started organizing and cleaning up today in my office. It's going to be fun. I'm going to be able to play old school video games again, you know, hooked up a TV on my Retron. Finally, it's going to be fun. Oh, yeah. You got a Retron. Yeah. I got a Retron like earlier, early in the year, but I haven't hooked it up yeah. yet until today. It's been too busy, unfortunately, but yeah. Uh, any any last uh, things that you're looking forward to as we're uh, ending the year? Looking forward to ending the year, I guess. I don't yeah. know. We'll do, <laughs> we can do that. We'll go with that. What about you, George? Um, yeah, I guess so. There's a lot of like uh, interesting things stuff for me happening in uh, on the horizon for 2023 or at least it's in the works yeah uh so i'm excited for those things to uh me too kind of kind of get started um so i'm kind of ready for the new year i guess uh ready to see those things happen and start and uh there's a lot of great movies coming out next year next year is going to be a crazy year for movies so it's true indiana jones is number one on my list Absolutely. And then you got Across the Spider-Verse. Uh, you got uh, a slew of like little indie movies that are looking really awesome. So Mangold uh, put an article out or interview today that came out that uh, Shia LaBeouf is not in the new Indiana Jones movie. So we're good. Did, did we think that he was going to be in it? No, but he confirmed that he's not. Oh, okay. Um, all right. Well, it let's let i guess let's end it up here man um thanks for tuning in to this episode and thanks for tuning in and hanging out with us all year um you can check us out on the internet at www.metalgeeks.net if you don't know how to do that that's htt i'm joking remember when people used to actually do that it's http backslash backslash um but yeah check us out on our website metalgeeks.net we're on all the social medias at Metal Geeks. We're on Spotify and Stitcher and Apple Music and all those cool places. We're part of the ESO Network, so check us out at esonetwork.com. Uh, you can check out all the cool shows that make up that network. Uh, we're If you're on Facebook, check out the Metal Geek Society where we hang out and talk about heavy metal and movies and music and memes and just have fun. Uh did I forget anything? I think I got it all, huh? Uh, you forgot to remind everyone that Avatar Way of Water is now out and available to watch. So uh, be sure to go to theaters. Watch it I, on the biggest, I, baddest screen that you can. I actually did not forget to say that. You, you did. I was I did reminding not. I was reminding everyone for you. Okay. I appreciate it. Thank you, James um, Cameron, for this uh, cinematic <laughs> gift. God damn it. <laughs> How much is James Cameron paying you? <laughs> All right. Uh, Dave, where can people find you? At Red Viking Dave. 
on all the socials. Yep, and at a art market uh, near you in Houston. Do you guys put like a schedule out where people can find you, or no? Because I don't usually know that much well enough ahead of time to put out a schedule. But Uh, like, I did shows on like multiple shows every weekend this month, and most of them I didn't know I was confirmed (laughs) for until a few days prior to each one. So you 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 post on your social media that you'll be there, right? I try to. I forget sometimes, but yeah, I try to post on there when I'm doing something. So check out Adrid Viking Dave on all the socials. Check out his artwork and uh, come see him at one of the shows and buy something from him because the shit's amazing. Please. Uh, What about you, George? Uh, you could find me on social medias, uh, which I haven't been very active on lately. Sorry about that. Uh, you can find me. He's been too, too busy fapping the avatar. That's right. Well, you know, I had to prep, so I got to get all the, uh, the goodness out of the, the Navi out. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, I don't know what you're saying. I, I had to go celebrate to Awa, uh, Anyway, um, you can find me on all the social medias at George Tripsis, where I'm uh, telling you how awesome movies are. Especially Avatar. Especially Avatar. All right. On that note, uh, thanks, everybody, for hanging out again. And as always, we have one last thing we have to say. Keep it metal. Keep it merry. Oh, keep. That's a good one. I was going to say keep it metal. All right. Keep it geeky. Keep it merry. I like that merry one. And bright. And, and uh, uh, wait, to wait, the wait, grave, wait, motherfuckers. Wait, what'd you say? Dreidel to the grave, motherfuckers. Oh, I thought you were gonna say keep it Avatar. No, I was gonna say Carrie. I see you. I I see you. I see you, Dave. You. I see you. Yeah. That's because we're on video. Yeah. Well, not only that, that <laughs> the thing from Avatar. If you know it, if you've seen it, I know. You, you know it. So. Dave, um, you don't know it, but you know I see you. So, okay. On that note, I see everybody. Namaste. Namaste. <laughs> Good night, everyone. Hey, Geekazoids! Thanks for listening to another fine podcast brought to you by MSR Productions. All rights reserved. Blah 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 blah. For reviews, archives of our podcasts, and all your other metal geekery needs, please visit metalgeeks.net. Keep it geeky. Keep it metal. If you were a monster kid growing up, if you enjoyed Saturday mornings watching monster movie matinee or staying up all night watching the midnight feature, then Monster Attack is the podcast for you. We not only look at classic old monster movies, we share our experience growing up as a monster kid. Join us every Monday for Monster Attack. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping at the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.